When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated economist here. So a lot of you know that I do a retail sales at a lumberyard. That's my job. I work the counter. I bring customers up all day long. Now, a lot of what I do is special orders. So when somebody needs special ordered windows, doors, siding, trim work, stuff like that, I'm the guy who tracks it all down and finds those special order items. And I keep my eye on what is being sold how much people are willing to pay for it, and then some of the excuses that people will come up with when they see the prices and are willing to accept them. Because one of the things I've noticed over the last couple of months is that a customer will lay down a particular item. Like today I noticed it happened with a uh, with an epoxy, like just a glue. And it was just this small little container of um, what they refer to as five-minute epoxy. It's a two-part component. And the prices haven't changed. It was I, I went and did a quick look at the history of it, and the prices are exactly the same they have been for, for years. They haven't changed. And the customer laid the package down and says, man, I remember buying this last year for you know a dollar and a half less or whatever it was that he said. And I just kind of smiled and, okay. And he bought the item and he left. And I went and took a look, and I was like, no, we were selling it for the same price we were last year. Customers have just become so in tune with the idea that inflation is happening across the board to the point that no matter what, if they disagree with the price, they will blame it on inflation and then go ahead and purchase that item anyway. And I'm seeing this happen quite a bit. Like stores could elevate their pricing right now and people would just be willing to accept it because they're just assuming that it's because of inflation and that everything is going up and they'll pay for it. Now, stores won't be able to do that because you have to stay competitive. And if you raise your prices, all the customers will realize that the other store down the road is cheaper and they'll just go down there to buy all their stuff. So it's not like, you know, stores can just straight up just gouge everything that's out there. Like I said, there's competition and you got to stay competitive. Now, one of the other things that I noticed last year coming up in short supply, and it started when I saw people building the raised garden beds then coming in for all the fertilizers and potting soils and stuff, uh, you know, the garden amenders. And then they started buying seeds, lots of gardens, you know, vegetable seeds and vegetable starts. And last year, that was huge. Like, it was a huge push for that kind of stuff. But kind of makes a lot of sense when you think people being locked down, you know, they want kind of a hobby to do. And gardening is a great hobby when you're stuck at home, you know. I mean, it's pretty popular. But that got me thinking. It was just like, well, if there's this many people building beds, this many people buying vegetable starts and seeds, well, at some point, they're going to have to harvest this stuff. And the only way to preserve it, well, there's not only way, but a big popular way of preserving this stuff is canning. You know, you buy jars and it has the lids. You put it like we've done videos on it. And you preserve your food in, in jars. And it's called canning. 
Now this was, this is a very popular, you know, thing that takes place, especially in my area up here in the Pacific Northwest, where we have a lot of like fishing industry where like, you know, the sport fishermen, they want to preserve like the tuna or salmon they catch. A lot of times they will can it up. They'll put it in jars and can it that way. So when I saw that there was going to be a demand for canning after all the vegetable seeds and starts and raised garden beds and just kind of knowing a little bit about the industry and seeing the shortages that were coming, I bought two cases of wide mouth lids and rings. This is what you need to go on top of the jars when you're in the process of it. It's just the lid. I mean, it's just a little thin piece of metal, a little round circular piece of metal, but it has a rubber seal on it. And it's, you know, particular item that you need in order to can. If you can't find these lids, you're not going to can, period. End of story. Well, sure enough, these lids have come up in short supply this year. And in fact, they were in short supply last year too. Now, they do come in occasionally. Like you can find, you know, sometimes it'll be a hit and miss on whether or not you're going to get a shipment in. When you do get them, it is a limited supply. It's like allocated. So the companies that make these lids and rings and jars, there's two like really popular companies here in the United States, Ball and Kerr, I'll give you the names. And when it comes to canning, these are like the two names. I mean, that's it. After that, there is nobody else. I've never really seen any other products out there except for coming from Ball and Kerr. But with the shortages, it makes it very difficult to keep a supply of canning lids and rings and just canning, you know, supplies from these two particular companies because everything has gone in short supply, gone into shortages due to, you know, lockdowns. I would imagine they went through the same lockdowns as everybody else and the same inventory depletions as everybody else went through as well. It's very similar to what took place in the lumber industry. So now the shortage of lids and rings going into high demand, I mean, People want these things. They need them. They cannot preserve their food without them. So there is a huge demand for these lids and rings. Now, with no supply out there or very limited amount of supply, the people who produce these things, who the manufacturers of these lids and rings, this ball and cur, there was a time when they were able to supply the demand. Like everybody out there who was buying these lids and rings and canning, there was a time when these two companies provided more than enough for to meet the demand. But right now, they can't. So what's happened? We get foreign supply coming in. So for the first time that I have ever seen a different type of lid and ring coming in from a different manufacturer. It's not the ball and it's not the cur. It's coming from China. Now, Ball and Kerr are both American companies here in the United States. But now this other company, this um, Country Classics, I think was the name of it. They're a Chinese-made lid. And I have never seen anything as far as like an import coming in for canning supplies. It's always been United States-made stuff, you know, stuff from here in the United States. But you can't find them, so you source out anywhere you can. And you search around the globe, you find what you can get... And you start shipping those ones in because at least then you have a supply. Well, here's the thing. These lids and rings come in and they're more expensive than the domestic suppliers are. 
So not only is it a product that people are not familiar with, and you think this is your canning, your food. If you mess this up, you could possibly poison yourself and become very sick, if not die. So the process of canning is really easy, and it isn't that like hard to do to do it safely. But when you're putting your trust into a product that you have never used before, a lot of people have a tendency to get a little leery of that. And it's more expensive than what you would typically buy what you were used to, the domestic-made supply. Now, I get to thinking about it. Right now, we have this supply of foreign-made, like these Chinese-made lids and rings coming in. They're more expensive, but they're coming into a spot where there's high demand for these products because there's such little availability out there. Well, at some point, Ball and Kerr will meet the manufacturing of demand, like the demand they will, they will manufacture until they meet that demand. Once they do, all the foreign stuff that's coming in, all the Chinese-made lids and rings, will flood the market with ever-increasing amounts of inventory as the domestic suppliers will then be able to meet, you know, be able to meet the production demands of the of the of the demand here locally at the same time you got foreign import coming in you see what's happening here so all of a sudden we're gonna have well not all of a sudden but at some point in the future all that inventory will turn into a glut and what happens when you have warehouses full of items that are not moving the prices go down and you start seeing a major price go down when you have so much foreign import coming in. You think about it, like a lot of this foreign import is traveling from China that has difficulty even getting off the ships. So once this demand, or once the manufacturing has met demand here locally, you're still going to have foreign import coming in because you can't stop it. I mean, once it's on the ship and heading its way, it's not like, hey, can you turn that, send that back? It doesn't work like that. It's coming in. And it's not going to stop. So that's kind of one of the things that I see coming into the future with a lot of products. Now, I know it's simple. It's just a simple little product. These little tin, little metal canning lids and rings. But if you think about it on a much grander scale, you can see how these shortages could easily turn into gluts on a lot of items out there. Not just these lids and rings, but all kinds of stuff is doing this. Anyway, just wanted to share that one with you. Uneducated economist, you guys let me know.